Basement Booker's Podcast. What's up? It's your boy, Basement Chair, with another edition of the Basement Booker's Podcast with your boy, the most rizziest, rich to riz champion basement of the Bookerverse. Here he is once again. Welcome, Rich to Riz, to the Basement Booker's Podcast. We're all very happy that you're here and can't wait to talk about professional wrestling with you, specifically Vengeance Day and vegas day which uh there was a live stream for vegas day uh stay tuned for details on how you can get the complete package at patreon um that you could get the youtube one if you want it's it's better if you take the youtube one and you watch it and you open up the press conference and watch it like that if you want to do it on youtube but i can't because they'll take the channel down the music alone is bad so rich you got stuff you want to say before we get into it go on ahead there no uh that was a great lead-in good uh good scheduling and such good planning of this week's podcast vengeance day i'm ready to jump straight in okay well let's talk about vengeance day now the opening bout of vengeance day saw braun breaker and baron corbin do what we all knew they would do in 14 and 27 minutes um Mello took a spear that was meant for trick, and that spelled disaster for their champagne wishes and caviar dreams, as Booker T would say. Rich, there is your comments on this first contest at NXT Vengeance Day. The first match did a really, really good job setting up the story going into the main event for Trick's World Title. Uh, opportunity is my thought. The match itself, Wolf Dogs, oh, just what I thought would happen. Excellent. Our next contest saw Jack and Joe Gacy go out there and just fight each other. Joe Gacy, I'm very upset with you for those kendo sticks. You cost me points in my pool. But nonetheless, Convincingly, Dijak defeated Joe Gacy, who was smiling. He had a smile on his face. It was a no DQ match. It was about 11 minutes, 56 seconds. Richard, is your thoughts on this uh, match? Two guys just beating the hell out of each other. Yep, this is one of those just kind of fun matches. Weapons all over the place. The kendo sticks, as you mentioned. The finish with the feature eyes on Gacy for the one, two, three. And then we see Gacy smiling. We've seen this kind of thing before. It always raises the question of what is next for Joe Gacy. I, I think a tag team with Dijak is in order. Two crazy guys who are willing to just destroy each other and everyone else around them. But uh, speaking of tag team championships, we're going to talk about the D'Angelo family and uh, that lady Adriana. And they're going on against OTM with uh, scripts there. And uh, they had Jada Parker as their lady person in there. This was a 10-minute, 11-second, uh, you know, do what you want to do with it. Um, I don't like tag team champions and matches that aren't for the tag team championships on shows. Uh, you know, fun match. Everybody was pretty cool. Uh, Richard Riz, your thoughts? It was what it was. Fam went over as we expected. All right. Well, as expected, or maybe unexpected to some people, we had the uh, NXT Women's Championship, uh, which became a triple threat match. 
Uh, it was Lira Valkyria to defend against Roxanne Perez. And Lola Vice inserted herself. Uh, the contract is gone. Liar Valkyria. And still, uh, as usual, this is a no disqualification match. And having a stalker is pretty handy. This was 13 minutes and 30 seconds. Richard, is your thoughts? Uh, there seemed, at least for me, to be a little confusion towards the end uh, of the match uh, with uh, Tatum Paxley helping out Lyra Valkyria. Uh, it might have just been me and my lack of attention span. That's probably what it was. I don't like when there's a prop such as a contract like this that just gets wasted in an unintelligent manner for the sake of of storyline and that's what happened here but good job by liar valkyria retaining and another question of what's next uh look honestly i disagree uh if anything it's in the character of lola vice uh to be uh hubris and full of herself to think that she could just walk in there with her contract not only take somebody else's moment but take the championship from them now, everybody knows that the, that the best way, the original way, is the edge way, but not everybody wants to do that. Some people want to make a name for themselves in different ways. You know, uh, creatively speaking, if you're always looking for the edge moment, creatively, you're like, you're left with bored shit. You know, it's been done, like, at least this way she's tried to Seth Rollins, which has rarely been done. And uh, mm -hmm. of which you mentioned this, I want to talk to you guys about a number. Okay. The number is 142. Okay. Keep that number in mind because Damian Priest has 142 days left to cash in his money in the bank contract. Speaking of championship opportunities. Um, so like I said, Lola Vice has been acting like a complete ass. She turned on uh, her friend. And she left her. So why would you do that before you use this opportunity? You would want to have as many things to use to help you become champion. Mm -hmm. And I think her using that contract in that way, it adds to how immature she is in, in doing this. And she got way too confident. Um, so either one could work. Uh, this next chip one was for Oba Femi to walk mm. in and stomp Dragon Lee into the mat, uh, you know, with his fist. But listen, 10 minutes, 56 seconds, it was only going to go one way. Uh, Dragon Lee, SmackDown, that's where you got to be. And uh, I'm down for Oba just smashing everybody and just eventually doing champion versus champion against Ilya Dragunov. Have him just go undefeated until there's no question that he should be fighting for the championship we're, to the point where even Ilya wants to fight him because, you know, maybe people will call him out. It's like, why won't you fight him? Are you afraid of him? And Ilya Dragunov, he'll fight anyone. Your thoughts? No, I think that's a great idea. That sounds straight up the Ilya Dragunov alley. You know, you get this big unstoppable monster and Ilya's like, hey, I'm still here. He hasn't stopped me. Let me try and stop him. Excellent. Excellent point. Excellent. Uh, so speaking of Dragunov, this was it. Uh, this was for the championship. 
and I did spoil the result. It was going to be Trick Williams and Dragunov on a collision with each other. Either one could have won, but it just so happens that after 17 minutes and 58 seconds, it was Dragunov that just had a little bit extra in the tank. And then it happened, Rich Riz. It happened. Uh, the betrayal that was coming, the betrayal that was promised to all of us, Trick Williams confirmed to be the man that attacked Trick Williams. To no one's surprise, really, if they've been paying attention. Rich Torres, your thoughts? Good match. Love the setup. When Ilya knocked Carmelo into Trick on the outside, clipping his knee, to me that seemed like a blatant, like Hayes wound up for that clip. Like, that wasn't just a shove or a hit or whatever it was going into accidentally falling into the back of Trick's knee. He wound up for that. So, I mean, obviously, you didn't want to make it look like, oh, he just ran into his knee and hurt his knee. You wanted to look like there's something that happened there. That was what it was. I feel like overall, it was well done. Everyone was waiting for it. It was the like poorest kept secret in wrestling in a long time. Uh, and here we are. We we got it. We got we got the turn and whatever comes next, I'm here for it. That's right, Rich Torres. The speculation is over, and so was NXT Vengeance Day this past sa- sun Saturday sun, Sunday. Sun, sun, and sun, now we're day. gonna go on and talk about Vegas Day. I uh, did not even bring up Monday Night Raw, but I don't want to skip Monday Night Raw. We could talk about Monday Night Raw first if you like, if that's something you're interested. If not, I would love to talk about Vegas Day. We can go straight to Vegas Day because I feel like that was that's really what the Book of Us wants to hear about. 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. <laughs> For every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up their ass. What? The Rock says this, all you got to do is sit back, know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is going to take your candy asses on. So hashtag that. Hashtag shut your bitch asses up. This Thursday on the YouTube, there was the WWE kickoff. Uh, for WrestleMania 40 this year. And we saw the likes of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, The Rock, The Tribal Chief, The Head of the Table, CM Punk, and Big E on actual, like, commentary. And CM Punk was wearing his... Uh, I, I I said this in, when, when I was watching it, but it was the, his UFC uh, commentator skin. He's wearing that, <laughs> and uh, he's got the, uh, I think he's got the arm brace on. I don't remember if I saw it or it's like I'm making it up in my past, but uh, it's all there. Um, overall, I thought it was nice. They had a cool little video package about uh, 40 years of WrestleMania, all the things that happened there, you know, how The Undertaker was defeated at WrestleMania by Roman Reigns, uh, breaking mm. the streak and all that, and uh, we saw, you know, everyone come in. And listen, I can just go on and on, but really the big news is this. It has been made official uh, despite what has been said, what The Rock wants. Because The Rock said, in Rock speak, it doesn't matter what you think. That The Rock versus Roman Reigns 
would be the biggest Matt WrestleMania main event of all time. And one Cody Rhodes said that was bullshit. And he came out. But that wasn't, it's not just that. There's a whole story behind here, ladies and gentlemen. You see The Rock. By the way, I hear people were chanting Maui at him. What's that all about? I wonder what that's all about. While they were booing him. Um, I got to look deeper into my sources. Sources nowhere near the situation tell me. I don't know. Maybe it's about a movie or something. I don't know because I think he does a movie. What is up? It's your boy, Basement Chair, with sources nowhere near the situation segment just made up. And it's not just that. The way The Rock Johnson has actually put up a tweet in response to uh, the uh, speculation that just has been speculated. And hopefully this clear things up about the whole Maui fire situation. Of course, these are the words of The Rock. And in no way are the words of the Basement Booker's podcast or opinions. And I quote, I typically refrain from responding to toxic falsehood clickbait garbage like this. I want to just state for the record that when celebrities use the words toxic, everything that when they use the words toxic, I'm a little like, why are you using this? This Hollywood speak bullshit because it's annoying. But I digress. False clickbait garbage like this because I hate dignified bullshit with the response. But when you use Hawaii's tragic events to draw attention to yourself, I won't stay quiet. Let The Rock make what... No, he didn't say that. But This moment you're referring to is from our WWE press conference this past Thursday where I turned, quote, heel. Wrestling parlance for bad guy. I'm playing it up with our crowd as they boo. It's what we do in our WWE universe. And we all love every second of it. For the record, our People's Fund of Maui has already delivered over $50 million to eight, to over 8,000 survivors who are affected by the fires. And I'm grateful to the bone that we've been the primary funders. Hawaii is where I grew up where I raised my children throughout the year and where my ancestors are buried. There are my Polynesian, these are my Polynesian people, and these are our American people. You can't imagine how much they are still struggling daily to put their lives back together and take care of each other. Our poly-American people are as resilient as people come, and they will raise and get back on their feet. Nick? Instead of posting bullshit like this that you know is false, I encourage you to post something positive for Hawaii, for our Polynesian people, American people, are actually take or actually take, I can read, positive action and come to Hawaii to help out in an uplifting way. I'm in Hawaii now, and I guarantee you, you'll get great content that can actually make a difference in people's lives, genuinely. Let's put our energy and our platforms into lifting people up. Acknowledging the good things that people do. Raising awareness for the suffering in ways that can effectively help. It takes so much effort to be negative and create and spread bullshit. But when you spread positivity, kindness, and lead by example, you can really impact lives. I'm sorry to all our Pali Hawaiian Ohana for Mau of Maui. For shining light on this toxicity is you as you struggle through, th through tough times. I always try to be not, I, I'm not going to, I'm not, no disrespect. You got to read that. Uh, 
and that, and also love you. Aloha, DJ. So that was in response to this tweet here. Uh, the Vegas crowd booing The Rock. There were community notes on there. So, yeah, do with that what you will. Back to the Basement Bookers podcast in progress. He, he's filming a movie in Hawaii, too. So that could be it. Maybe that. Maybe they're sending shouts. But who cares about that? The tree. The Rock tree. Which uh, it explains the uh, friendship between the tribes a uh, blood oath uh, between the ones at the top, the high chief, Peter Mayavia over there and Roman Reigns's, you know, great grandfather up there or whatever. And they like, look, we're not really cousins, but we are, you know, by blood hand oath or whatever. And this whole time I was like, what do you mean? I thought the rock was, I thought they was cousins, cousins. But Rich Deriz actually does know about that. Don't you, Rich Deriz? You You've explained this before. Yes, so so Rocky Johnson, as I understand it, who is well, it starts with the high chief Peter Mayavia, right? Rock so says yeah, he, yes, it does. But one generation down, Rocky Johnson married a daughter of High Chief Peter Mayavia, if I recall correctly. There's some there's an inter there's an intermarriage, which makes them related. It's not All like right. they're directly from the same bloodline. They their two bloodlines merged a cup one two or three generations before rock and roman okay. i don't remember exactly where offhand i should have been more prepared but that's here we are. great analysis rich Deriz. aunt that's great you 100% got that correct uh no one can really say anything different unless it's in the youtube comments uh the facts spewed by rich Deriz do not uh pertain to everyone on the podcast uh, so if it's wrong, it's his, not mine. So let's just get that over with. Um, but what's not wrong and what's not right is what happened here. Uh, the Rock basically making it him and Roman. And the Roman says he's choosing The Rock. And then comes the bullshit. Cody, out comes Cody. He's like, you're talking about your family and this. And, but this is not before Roman was like, Get out of here. You roll news. Get it over there. We'll get the guy in green or whatever. Just dumping all over uh, Cody. And like just the the runoff falls onto Seth Rollins' face uh, right up there. You know, it's all a big mess. And eventually, after the Ro Roman Reigns, you know, tells Cody he's a failure like his dad. Which I don't know. By the way, all of this is a work. I'm just, I know, I'm just letting y'all know I'm not believing it. Just before you're like, yo, these guys think it's real. No, it's the whole thing. And it's amazing. It doesn't take away from it. That's the whole point. Be like Pat McAfee standing behind the rock. Just enjoy wrestling. So, anyway, the rock, Roman Reigns run down Dusty a little bit. Cody ain't having that. And he's like, your, your ancestors will be disappointed in you, and your ass will be disappointed in you. And then The Rock, and this is very important. If you guys watched, you know this happened, okay? What does The Rock say? What's the first thing that Rock says when he talks to Cody? The Rock says, let me make something perfectly clear. The Rock 
usually says, let the rock make one thing clear. So that makes it real personal because it's Dwayne Johnson. It's the man who's been felt disrespected. That's a good catch. I didn't catch that. Very nice. So when he's like, you disrespect my his ancestors, you disrespect my ancestors. You disrespect his blood, you disrespect my blood. And then The Rock says, and that's personal. And now it's personal. And slap! Like, Will Smith at the Oscars. Um, Just... Very original, very, very original, Brian Gewertz and The Rock. Okay, if this is going to be your Oscar caliber stuff. Um, by the way, nothing wrong with classic rock, by the way. I just want to say, people, I, I've I've commented, and I just, just a sidestep. We've all seen the clip of, of the origin of the Cody Crybabies. That was Brian Gewertz written all over it. That was a step above fruity pebbles okay so while it was good i liked it not his best shit all right so had it written on his wrist i really hope like with this corporate rock mega heel persona that he's coming up with i hope the writing's a little bit better hopefully like better than hbo's ballers okay definitely definitely better than black adam so if we could just like, you know, get that settled real quick, I'd be very happy with that. Okay. So that aside, the rock's the heel. Cody doesn't get to hit the rock back. Cody's pushed back. Triple H, he's like, you're out of line. This is out of line. And everyone's there. All this is there. Uh, Pierce is there. Very official. I like that. I like that everyone's there. Okay, I appreciate the atmosphere. And I want to get your thoughts on here before we segue into SmackDown. But I wanted to ask the people if they're satisfied with Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns or if they would have preferred The Rock versus Roman Reigns and Spoiler for the rest of this episode, it might not even be up to us. It could change. So, um, Rich, your thoughts? First off, I agree. The entire press conference was simply just an episode of, like, the the Rock Roman Reigns show. And I my question is, what about Rollins? Right? What about I, him? I mean, he, he was out there. He was there. Uh, he, he's got a title. Waiting for an opponent still. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so we know, we found out that obviously he's going to face the winner of the Men's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, that would be his main event for WrestleMania. Still presuming that his uh, rehab goes well. Fingers crossed on that. As far as... The press conference, like I said, I thought the press conference was great. The slap was great. Uh, the post, there was a post show. Uh, Rock uh, complained Triple H, and it was a whole thing. I liked it all. It was, it is, of course, a work. It is, of course, a very, very good work because it is being very 
well written and it's being performed at the highest level where it doesn't seem like it's written well blurring that line blurring that line i was actually to say the line is blurred the line Mm -hmm. is blurred and uh there's one detail that was missed and uh since your boy basement chair was on location let me state for the record that something physically happened that not a lot of people caught. Now, when The Rock and Roman Reigns were leaving, The Rock is in front of Roman Reigns. The Rock goes to Hunter. If You better fix this. This happens again. And he's like, whatever happened with that? Mm-hmm. Then Roman is like, I think he said, you're lucky we're here or something. And he then leaves behind the rock. So I don't know if my eyes deceived me or this could have been an accident or a miscue. The rock probably very busy, but it appeared to me that Roman Reigns fell in line behind the rock. Watch it again and try to dispute that. The body language is there. Look Mm. at The Rock standing next to Roman Reigns on that stage. Who's the bigger star? Physically. The Rock. This is all done with intent. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I like it, but that will eventually, that will come up. That will come up, and it has to, because there's not just a Cody Rhodes story here. There's a bloodline story here. The bloodline story here we should have got before Cody got here, and The Rock was too goddamn busy. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the press conference goes, I said what I said. A uh, few little quick hits. Biggie said that he was there to keep Punk in line. Uh, it was a nice little joke he said there in the beginning. Um, coal mine reference. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed all of them talking to each other. And Punk visit. I I think The Rock could hear him saying that if it was CM Punk, he, he's like Cody should have punched The Rock in the face. And The Rock hmm. was still on stage when he said that. Hmm. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. I like that a lot. Uh, Rich Deruz, are you ready to uh, discuss the next evening's event with SmackDown? Um, with us. Just one other thing. I just wanted to touch on something. I think I, I think it was Rock that said there is only, only one, one. Yes. royal family in pro yep. wrestling. It's so hard for me to I remember like where touch. I said stuff, by the way. I thought I yeah. said it here, but it was really when I did the live stream that you guys mm-hmm. are going to be able to see. You can see it on YouTube, but uh, patreon.com slash facebookbookerspod uh, probably by Sunday because I, I had to delete it. I had to go back because I'm like out of sync with it. So mm-hmm. I got to try to fix that for y'all. I'll do my best with that. Uh, nonetheless, back- perfection takes time, folks. Uh, yep, next two. So we had the game Triple H show up to open the show, Richter is. And he said that he said a few things. Now he made some, he said that it doesn't matter really mm-hmm. what, the, what rock the rock thinks, thinks. Mm-hmm. and you know they're gonna do what's best for business mm-hmm. and i feel like there might we might have a corporate 
bloodline, corporation, bloodline type, like an authority bloodline feud. Because mm. if you think about it, Aldis and Pierce are together now. And Aldis and Roman don't get along at all. Right. And now, see, Aldis was able to big homie Roman Reigns. So now we're going to wait till Friday because The Rock's going to be there. And mm-hmm. The Rock is Pierce's boss. And one other thing about the Vegas thing, chief creative officer was used when introducing Triple H too. So yep. that's official, on, official on TV yeah. as well. Yeah, on so it is going to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns according to Triple H. Now, will this change next Friday? What do we think about that? You know, stuff like this, stuff like this, I really like to just enjoy the ride. This is like the story, everything they're doing is being done so well. Uh, but to speculate, I feel like, if anything, the attempt would be made. Like the, I think the thought of a triple threat is not off the table. Uh, it's, which would be crazy because then Roman would have a triple threat match while Seth doesn't even have an opponent yet. Um, I think... It's uh, Rock and Roman is going to happen. I don't know when. This uh, the thing, Cody. I think Cody and Roman happens, whether it's with or without others, is TBD. But I think it's uh, I think it's Rock Cody. I mean Roman Cody. As of this recording, if Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes wrestle again at WrestleMania, Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes will lose. Yes. And the Monday after, The Rock is going to say Cody screwed Cody. As a matter of fact, I'll go even further. The fans screwed Cody. Cody's fans screwed Cody. Okay. And then it's that's going to be like the mega, mega heel stuff right there. Mm-hmm. And But anyway, because don't forget, SummerSlam is also a huge event. And who knows, this, The Rock has said that he's a long gamer. Mm -hmm. So for all of you hoping for Cody to get that victory at WrestleMania, right now, I don't feel it's good. And they have the perfect opportunity to blame all of you. Mm -hmm. And like that would, I don't know how is that nuclear heat's going to work these days. I don't know what, but depending on how they do it, but I don't, I don't want them to screw Cody. I honestly would like Cody to win. But the basement booker in me is like, this feels like Cody's going to take a L. I feel like they want Roman to pass Hogan before they do anything with that championship. Mm. Um, Roman Reigns in The Rock. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's documented. Roman Reigns smashes The Rock. Period. The end. Or else you're burying the undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Championship. And you can't do that. Right. I'm sorry, you can't do that. Too many, too many careers have been sacrificed. Too many notches in that belt for Hollywood Rock to walk in and do this. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that's that's my opinion on that. And of course, we had Braun Breaker uh, try to pick Triple H's brain, and that's when we learned that 
The Rock, and Roman Reigns. Well, first he said that Roman Reigns would be there next week. Mm -hmm. And then he said, and The Rock. And then he left. And that's uh, it with that there. Um, So, speaking of the Buried World Heavyweight Championship, um, that I I don't know. They're going to have to do a lot of work to try to, like, rebuild what was the damage that was done on Monday night alone, Thursday alone, because Friday didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, 12 superstars are going to compete in qualifying matches to go into the elimination chamber. Good. Mm-hmm. Earning your way in. Uh, the participants, um, this is, of course, before the matches happen. Uh, it's Randy Orton, Bronson Reed, he's getting in. Uh, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, AJ Styles, The Miz, Bobby Lashley, Ivar, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Dominic Mysterio, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. So we already know that Drew McIntyre made it in. As soon as AJ Styles came out, I was like, well, time to hit the old dusty trail. Uh, Because in order for my vision which is Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Drew, however it happens, having that world championship and having a recovering punk go after it. Mm-hmm. So make that that big comeback. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to happen there. There's always SummerSlam. If get, You could get the belt on Drew anyway, somehow. You could, mm-hmm. wow, Drew versus Punk at SummerSlam. Is that possible? If Punk's really good at rehab, yeah. Uh, it could Summer of Punk again. Jeez. All right. It just prints itself. All right. Well, that's settled. Um, Do not want, but okay. Who didn't make it? Sami Zayn in what was a game match between himself and Randy Orton. Randy Orton, who sold the crap out of that match selling the back oh the pain and I'm like man is he going to make it to the elimination chamber this is kind of a big deal mm-hmm. and when Smackdown went off air it's what is Sammy's road to Wrestlemania now Rich Deriz your thoughts on who many and including Sammy Zayn say he is not a challenger anymore he is a contender mm. I like it. As far as Sammy's uh, road to WrestleMania, I think there are there are two there are two possibilities, right? Sure. Let's say let's go. There's an easier route and there's a more obvious route. I think the easier route would be that okay, so Kevin Owens loses his qualifier to Dom because of interference, and then Sammy and KO. Uh, they're like, hey, Judgment Day, let's fight you at Mania. Hmm. That's probably the easier route. I think maybe not necessarily a more obvious route. Another route, a route that some might not see coming. Let's say for whatever reason, Logan Paul loses his qualifier, right? Maybe he gets caught cheating or whatever. Who do they say he's facing next week? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Um, um, hang on. I got to go into my notes here. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I don't yeah. know if I, maybe it's a, as LA Miz. Knight. 
Oh, he's Miz. all right. He's wrestling the Miz. That's right because they have a relationship. Okay, right. So maybe Miz wins due to shenanigans, caught trying to cheat, whatever the case may be. And then Sammy's like, "Listen, I want a shot at that U.S. title. Maybe that's his road to Mania." That's possible. I was thinking it would be Kevin Owens versus him again at, at WrestleMania, but that that would be the better option. Now, I had a thought. I thought, what if, well, we don't know what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw when the ring general steps into the ring with main event Jey Uso. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking we could have Gunter versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania or Sami Zayn versus Jey Uso at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship, Ooh. depending on what happens on Monday. Now, I'm not saying that Gunter should lose the belt, but we're in a place in a world where anything can happen now. Mm -hmm. You know, the rules are out the window. I'm not sitting here expecting things, which is why I get a little bit disappointed when things don't happen. Mm -hmm. um, so, Rich, uh, I wanted to ask about Dominic Mysterio. Does Dominic Mysterio qualify for the Elimination Chamber? Do you think he makes it to Perth? Yes. All right. Great. Well, he would make it anyway, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw a nice, awesome tag team uh, qualifier match to uh, lose to the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Tyler Bate, Pete Dune, or Pete Dunn, or Pete Dune, as Dune. Uh, pretty deadly like to uh, say. Uh, they beat DIY in a very good match. But yeah, sorry guys, you're not winning against uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Correct. Judgment Day all the way. Yeah, Judgment Day all the way indeed. Now, let's remember one thing. Like when we went, do you remember the face off between Drew McIntyre and Randy? Yeah, the, the one that closed SmackDown. It's very interesting that Drew didn't attack Randy. Mm hmm. So I wonder if it's because, like, he doesn't have, like, a personal beef with him, really. Like, they settled things in the ring, I mm -hmm. think. So maybe there's, like, a respect there uh, for DM Hunk and uh, Randy Orton over there, as he wants to be called. You know that? Drew calls himself DM Hunk. Yeah. And uh, apparently like his shirt has been selling out on the shop. And uh, speaking of which, you know, those uh, Chase University calendars did sell out. And they did come back. So I don't know if they're there now. You can go there, check it out. Uh, they're not affiliated with us, really. So We're not sponsored yet. That's right. Uh, WWE-wise, I believe we said what we had to say. But uh, I did have just one more thing. And it's not just that. Mm. What if we got Sami Zayn? Versus Okada at WrestleMania. That would be a WrestleMania match for Sami Zayn. Because win or lose, history is being made. Yeah, I, I feel like the last two years that Sami Zayn has had, that if he gets to face Okada at WrestleMania, I, th I think without embellishment, he could retire having not won a major singles title. And just be good. Yeah, I think so. I think Sami Zayn, the man, would agree. Um, but, you know, he's been Intercontinental Champion. So there's that. He's got that going for him. 
So at least obviously. he's got a singles title. It's okay, Rich Riz, mm-hmm. because there was a conspiracy against him. So they might have tried to erase that from the history books. It was during a time when we were all a bit crazy. Uh, it was around 2020. Uh, could you believe it? Empty arenas and all that. Um, so uh, speaking of Okada, we don't know if it's him. You know, the promo on NXT with the three faces that you show. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were saying it could be Okada. I don't know who else it could be. Um, may, may, might be some sensation I don't know about. Um, I'm not very uh, knowledgeable on all that stuff. So, um, what do you think? Uh, it, honestly, they've been kind of crazy with their swerves. Yeah. Lately, as far as they, they tease something and then they deliver, but it's not what we thought they were going to deliver. Uh, it could it could be it could be a returning Nikki Cross. Oh my goodness! Uh, imagine imagine <laughs> a pairing her and Joe Gacy. I mean, look, it's a step backwards for her, but like she might like it. It might be a little bit fun for them. It's better than what she's doing, which is I think she's still wandering around. I don't know if that's still happening, but uh, hopefully. She gets the help she needs. I mean, she's like really smart. She's got like a master's or a doctorate or something. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, the reason I mentioned Okada is because we don't know if he's actually signed, but I think maybe somebody is signed, and that is Mercedes Monet. Uh, she may or may not be debuting uh, at Big Business at Boston CD, so maybe. Um, I think it's a 100% possibility, Richter is. And uh, do you think she's just going to get lost in the shuffle? That is the AEW women's division, which recently had Ruby Soho walk away from uh, Soraya in her tag team match at Rampage. So it appears the outcasts are down one Ruby Soho. Richter is your thoughts. Uh, to answer your initial question, no. Uh, of course, Mercedes Monet is not going to get lost in the shuffle until there's a nice shiny new toy for Tony Khan to play with, because um, that's how he works. He's, you, you get a new one, she goes to the top of the pile, you're always dealing her out, and then you get another new one, and everyone else is at the bottom of the pile again. What's your plan for her? Who do you have her feud against? What is she up to? Does she get into the ring with Soraya? One more time. Do they run it back? That would make a lot of sense. Um, I guess initially she'll face like the lower outcasts. I I saw uh, Harley Cameron was in there last I saw AEW. That's the only one. It's it's Soraya and her because Ruby Soho just left. Right. Um, And then Soraya. Then she beats Soraya and... There's a thing, and then she will go on to maybe face the Timeless One at the next big event. Well, Rich, let's bookmark that, and I guess we'll see how Tony Khan's booking compares to yours. Um, I'm not sure what I'd do. Quite frankly, I don't know who anyone is. Julia Hart, Tony Storm, Jamie Hayter's Hurt, um, Soraya, uh, Ruby Soho, because I said her before. The lady that's with Soraya. Um, oh, Red Velvet. Um, Willow Nightingale. Uh, the girl with Julia Hart, Sky Blue. But, you know, whatever, Instagram. 
Um, who else you got there? Oh, the JAS girl, but she's not JAS anymore. She's uh, Juggle Jack Perry's girlfriend there, Anna J. Uh, one of well, she's still knocked up. She, she's not on the roster right now. She's got to take care of the baby. She had the baby. She got to take care of the baby. You can't get back. Ty Mello, whatever. And then um, you know, there's a bunch there, but really, not enough time uh to really do anything there. Um, I don't know if Layla Hirsch is there. Maybe Camille is going to be there from NWA. She might be signing there with them. Conversations with WWE have stopped, allegedly. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens, Rich Deriz. Um, And I wanted to close off by talking about something very important that we should ask you about. And Bookerverse would be very disappointed if we didn't ask you to comment on the recent tag team championship victory of Sting. Over Ricky Starks and bigger Ricky Starks. Uh, your thoughts? Sting and Darby as tag champs. I mean, I could say everything I want to say, but it is Sting's farewell tour. Give him his flowers. Let him have his whatever he wants. Give him, give him the dives over the top rope, falling off of the the top of the rafters. Whatever he's gonna do, carefully, of course. And we won't be talking about this in a few months. Well, you're right about that, Richter is baby. Uh, but we'll see what happens uh, if the Young Bucks go over. Uh, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, as they want to be called, uh, officially, they came out. They had like. They still were wearing the white suits with the blood of Sting and, I mean, Darby Allen on them. And, uh, yeah, what a boring segment. I don't understand. Like, with after what I've seen, like, actual grown men on uh, that Vegas, like, just the, the, the press conference, like, the rocking them up there. These guys look like children in their father's suits. Um, but nonetheless, I really do enjoy AEW television, but that's besides the point. Richter is, it's time to get the hell on out of here. We said what we had to say. Patreon.com, Basement Booker's Pod for the, uh, hopefully I get that commentary up for you guys. It's going to be for everyone to check out. Let me know what you think. Uh, don't forget about YouTube.com at Basement Booker's Podcast. A lot of good stuff going on over there. We are now over. 60 subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Book of Verse. New subscribers, old subscribers, one and all. Thank you very much. Rich Deriz, you got some things to say. That's right. As always, thank you all for checking us out. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Link tree down below for all the links, including patreon.com slash pod. This is the Instagram. There's the Facebook. It's all in the link tree. And Joe's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. Yeet. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.